0: I'm Deepali Kulkarni, the Director of Human Rights with the Hindu American Foundation. I'm here today with Vijay Sazawal, who we interviewed last week to get a better idea of the Kashmiri Hindu exodus, where 350,000 Kashmiri Hindus were forced out of Kashmir in January 1990. Vijay Sazawal is the International Coordinator for the Indo American Kashmir Forum and a senior member of the Kashmir Overseas Association. Today, we're going to continue this conversation, get into more details about the realities of the situation today, and some more of the context of the exodus. Thanks so much for joining us again,
1: Vijayji. Namaste, and thank you very much.
0: Vijayji, something that's really important to consider is that the violence that took place in January 1990 and prior to that really hasn't stopped. It's still ongoing in many places in Kashmir. Can you tell the audience a little bit more about that?
1: Well, the uh, you know the genesis of the the violence uh, primarily was uh, a breakdown of the law and order uh as i mentioned uh, earlier um, uh, between both uh the poor governance uh in the in the state as well as a very very weak government in delhi so it was a perfect storm and then the perfect storm was uh, obviously enhanced by the changing events in afghanistan and the exit of uh of uh, of uh, uh, the the russian troops uh, victory for mujahideen um, and taliban and pakistan's role in so that's how the violence started, because if you go back, you know, people who talk about Kashmir as a political issue, as a United Nations issue, that was way back in 4748. And there was no violence of that nature from 4748 till 1989 uh, or thereabouts. And so one has to consider that certainly the factors that, uh, you know, they talk about oppression and other things uh, of, the, uh, of the native Kashmiris uh, didn't really, um, wasn't there in those years. And, 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 and it appeared only, as I said, uh, because of this perfect storm, uh, which was created uh, by these various factors, both internal and external.
0: Well, one thing I think is important to consider is that the violence is still ongoing. It's not something that has, you know, it was a one off kind of situation in 1989, 1990. So, in the past several years, for example, we've seen an increase in violence. And certainly since um, the Taliban takeover of Afghanistan, certain extremist elements have been further emboldened and have uh, started killing and persecuting Hindus to even greater extent. So it are there any examples that you can share um from sure, the Shimerian Hindu sure, community. Sure. Uh,
1: I will, I will, I will, I will do that. And part of the reason there has been spur in the in the lately is because of the American exit from Afghanistan. That has given a lot of hope to the to the local um, Mujahideen to the organic uh, insurgency that, you know, if a superpower like the United States. It can can vacate Afghanistan? Maybe we can force India also to vacate Kashmir. They don't, they don't really understand that uh, that America was an occupying power, where, whereas uh, India for India, Kashmir is it's as I said, uh, its soul, and and, and there is there is no way uh, the the two really correspond to each other. The violence uh, 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 had to be when the so the when the insurgency um, you know, was dwindling and then was coming back and was so it was of a seesaw effect, but more recent uh, uh, changes, uh, more recent uh, violence has happened because uh, of the uh, uh, the nature of the way the government has been attacking the issue uh, in especially uh, since the uh, uh, abrogation of article 370 which basically gave the direct responsibility of law and order to the to the uh, to the federal government rather than to the state which was really run by politicians who, who were claiming to be pro india but really did everything to promote and sustain insurgency in the valley so that's part of the reason why Insurgency never quite died in in Kashmir, even after uh, 1990, 90, you know, uh, uh, to uh, that worst period of going through ninety six, because in many ways uh, the 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 insurgency was actually being harvested by the people in power. So, uh, so what happened after fifth of August nineteen? Uh, uh, I'm sorry, two thousand nineteen was that uh, the law and order situation, believe it or not, actually started improving. It started improving to the point where Kashmiri Pandits actually, or the Kashmiri Hindus, actually felt like maybe perhaps in a year or so, we can return. And actually, the process really did start with the with the new governor who really understood at the end of the day that there are two components uh, to this violence that is in Kashmir. One is the the armed uh, uh, terrorists who show up on Facebook and Instagram and claim to be fighting for jihad. And and, and and have AK-47s right next to them and, uh, you know, and uh, um, other uh, uh, literature uh, from Quranic literature around them. That's one group. But even more uh, devious and cunning are the people within the valley who actually have high positions in the government and and these positions in the government have basically sustained um, the the insurgency by actually giving covert support to these to these uh, terrorists on the outside and part of that uh, part of the effort that these uh, uh, bureaucrats Uh, some with IAS qualifications uh, and and so on, they actually uh, were doing their best to ensure that Kashmiri pandas do not return. That's part of the reason why ethnic cleansing has succeeded uh, in Kashmir for the Hindus because they they were not able to go back because the bureaucracy, more than anything else, was putting all kinds of roadblocks on them. So what happened, uh, and we have been for 30 years telling the government, in India, and in Delhi as well as in Kashmir, whichever one, that you know, it's really our 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 main enemy is the the, the bureaucrat who is who is putting the roadblocks coming in. Fortunately, the last the present governor, the lieutenant governor, President LG, uh, Mr. Sarna, he he actually understood, Mr. Sina, he actually understood the issue, and he figured out how can he get how can he. Kind of out these people, how can he how can he show them that, you know, they are at fault and they are really doing this? So what he did is he digitized everything. So if a Kashmiri Hindu puts an application saying my property has been stolen and and and, and I have been making requests from, you know, 2010 or 1995 and nobody has done anything about it. So, so what he said is, we'll digitize all this information and we'll have hold these bureaucrats accountable as to what they did after this application was filed. And certainly you could see there was a certain degree of nervousness in the bureaucracy of the of the state that these people were being being held accountable for, for actually having denied Kashmiri Pundits' return. So, so the process actually was getting streamlined. It was giving confidence to Kashmiri pundits. And if you go back to the Statements that were made in the Indian parliament uh, last year uh, uh, in, in, in May, June, July, August, uh, uh, there was a clear trend that Kashmiri pundits are taking jobs now, in uh, you know, a government jobs in the valley. They're thinking of returning. They're thinking of rebuilding some of their homes or building new homes. And, 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 and I have all the facts and figures from the parliament. There were numerous discussions in the parliament. And And, and quite frankly, first the bureaucrats and these people then started getting nervous. the the, the terrorists, they started getting nervous that Kashmiri pundits may actually return because, you know, for 30 years, they were denied. So they thought maybe that process will continue forever and they will never be able to come back. But uh, Mr. Manohar um, Sinha, to his credit, he saw through the process. He said his problem is probably 40% the these armed terrorists and 60% what he calls overground workers, OGWs, that are basically overtly in the government and uh, doing everything possible to resist the return of Kashmiri pundits. And that is set the stage for targeted killings of Kashmiri pundits in October of last year. And they picked up people that were basically well known for their honesty, integrity, and their influence. So they became, uh, you know, essentially the markers, uh, with, to spread fear um, and, and and to bring to halt any more, any further return return thoughts for Kashmiri pundits, which is a fact uh, right now. And they have not. But I will tell you to the credit of Kashmiri Hindus who are in the valley. Very few of them are left there. Uh, For them, quite honestly, they have seen the worst. They have seen worse than this. They have seen, you know, where, 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 where mutilations took place in front of the children, in front of women, in front of elderly. So they are holding forth. I mean, they are not leaving. They, they are, many of them. I, call, I, I talk to you know. I, I, I spent last twenty years more, twenty more than two decades actually with the Kashmiri Hindus of the valley. Uh, I'm in constant touch with them. Many of them live in fear. No question about it. Right now, many of them are on the hit list as they have been told by the government and uh, by the police. And. Uh, you know, but because the police and law and order is now a federal responsibility, the, even the mood and tenure of the police officers is very different. Because because even today, uh, the the politicians, the discredited politicians, so called pro India politicians, even sitting in the members of parliament, they they really still support the the militants. They still support. You know, uh, one of them is uh, any of them is killed in a in a in an encounter. Uh, they go and, and sympathize with them. They go and imp- show empathy for their families, uh, when in fact you know there there, there are videotapes showing. Uh, they were colluding with the, with the terrorists and and and, and, and this process uh, quite frankly is weaning down because because police are saying hey I don't work for you anymore and and you cannot do this you cannot make these statements without consequences. so there's a there, there is a there is a certainly a, a, a better law and order situation today now you'll say, well does that translate into less violence no what has happened is you are looking at the violence in its last grasp. And and that's when it really gets really, really hard. But I, I can tell you, yes, the return of the pundits has slowed down. Uh, people are now hesitant. Uh, but more importantly, the, the Hindus that were already in the valley, very few of them, there are under 2,500, quite frankly now. And, and and we can go into the numbers. Uh, 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 they are holding port. They are not going to leave because they have seen even the worst.
0: So what... Oh, there was a prominent um, Srinagar chemist, Makan Lal Bindru, who mm-hmm. was killed. There was also a few uh, teachers, a Hindu and Sikh teacher, who were um, teaching in school and were taken out and killed late last year. These incidents of killing cherished community leaders then are acts of terror to instill terror in the kashmir absolutely community. absolutely
1: They're, as kofi annan said in 2004 they are really again the shades of genocide this is basically genocide uh, you know reduced. And, and 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 let me tell you something about mr Bindru, since i know him um, my father uh, used to be a small businessman who who was a distributor of pharmaceuticals uh yeah for, for a german company in 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 the in the valley uh, so so as such we would you know he would when i was young he would kind of take me along when whenever he, he was visiting all the different uh, you know he was not in the retail distribution but obviously he supplied to the retailers and 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 we would go to these various pharmacies uh, that were located you know there were probably about 20% pharmacies where 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 kashmiri hindus 80% Pharmacy, not surprisingly, were Kashmiri Muslim. But we would go to the pharmacies, and it was very surprising to me that the crowds outside Kashmiri Hindu pharmacies were always very large. And um, uh, and Kashmiri uh, Muslim pharmacies, they had hardly any some people. So I asked my father one day, what is, why is this? I mean, I would normally think the clientele is mostly Muslims. So they would probably prefer to go to the Muslim shop rather than to a Hindu shop. He said, son, the, the issue here is they trust the Hindu pharmacists more than they trust the Muslim pharmacists because they are illiterate people. They come from villages. They have been given a prescription. They come from villages. They don't know if they're going to be given expired medicines or unexpired medicines. They only trust Kashmiri Hindu pharmacists to give them medicines which are not expired which are still you know, basically fresh and can be used because they have heard over and over again the other guys cannot be trusted. And, and this was a fact that these pharmacies were doing excellent business. Bidruz itself was a big pharmacist also. And he actually had his children. He has a son and a daughter, uh, both doctors. And the son was overseas and he actually brought him back, told him, come here. We have We, we have, you know, our business is growing. And they actually opened up a, Another shop and and and, and a clinic, and he was he put his son in charge of that shop and clinic, while he was himself you know retaining actually his wife was retaining the old shop. He was sometimes moving between the two shops, and 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 so uh, so you have to understand when they target a person like that, they are they are doing two or three things at the same time. They are certainly killing uh, a Kashmiri Hindu, a prominent Kashmiri Hindu, by message, but at the same time. They're also feeling insecure, and economically, they feel economically threatened. By uh, I mean, today there are like three uh, Kashmiri pandit pharmacists in 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 the in the in, the, in and, and, and 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 all of them actually people begged them to stay. Even British, they were leaving. They were begged by their clients, please, please, you know, we, can't, we we need you because we cannot trust anybody else to give us the medicine that Dr. has prescribed and given the medicine that that, that 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 still you know that's not expired in its you know in its, uh, in its strength. So uh, so they kept them there. So, so this was a message both ways. This was a message we're targeting you as a, because of your religion, but we're also targeting you because you pose a threat uh, to our, 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 our way of life, which is essentially you are too honest to be with among us to, to, to live over here. So this has been a characteristic all the way through. The, most of the government officials, they, they killed on the basis of the assumption that they are government agents. The truth was they were honest people. They were prominent people and they chose them because they want to continue the legacy of corruption that has existed in the state until the 5th August 2019 and as i said it wouldn't have existed if it had not been patronized by the political parties the political dynasties that have ruled the 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 the, the, the state uh, since 1947 so it is all a, a, a mishmash it is it, it's all converging you know as much as one can see it from the distance of you know externalities influencing it by and large, and this is one of the biggest cha- challenges that Kashmiri Hindus had because they cannot convey this to the Indian public. Because Indian government, quite honestly, always focuses on externalities; it does not focus on internalities. We have more organically driven uh, resistance to our return in Kashmir than any external force.
0: Hmm. Wow! Well, thank you so much again, Vijayji. This has been a really informative uh, conversation. I hope that our audience will stay tuned for more up from HAF about these and other human rights related issues. Namaste.
1: Namaste. Well, thank you very much. Well, that's it for this episode of That's So Hindu. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe and leave us a nice five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That's how you can help the show get discovered by more listeners. If you want to help ensure that more of these get made, you can make a donation to HAF at www.intoamerican.org donate.